episode 105 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. Our podcast was created because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. Lots of things going on in Wichita these days. Thought it might be time to check in with Mayor Jeff Longwell for an update. Mayor Longwell is my guest for this week's episode. We'll talk in a moment. First, a look at what's in your weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. The big story this week, the Wichita Business Journal's 2019 Real Estate Awards. This week, we provide a look at all the winners, 47 of them in 13 different categories, and we feature the newest member of the Real Estate Awards Hall of Fame, Dennis Smith of LK Architecture. Our coverage begins on page 15. Also this week, a photo spread from the Career Women Mixer held last week. Our next Career Women session is starting up. That starts on page four. This week's list, general contractors, ranked by dollar amount of 2018 completed contracts. You might be surprised by which company is in the top spot. Page six. Our business leads, we provide them to you each week. They include who's setting up a new corporation, new real estate deals, building permits, who owes back taxes, court judgments. It starts this week on page 53. Back to talk to Mayor Jeff Longwell in a moment. Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Welcome, Mayor. Glad you're here. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Uh, I, I have a list of projects to talk about. Maybe we can tick them off, go one by one. Yeah, sounds good. Take a look at it. First of all, uh, something that you've talked about and talked about with kind of a sense of urgency, the convention center. Yes. Uh, what's what's the latest on that one? So the convention center is something that we desperately need to move forward with. It, we know that we're missing out on opportunities. Um, something that we're still working through this budget cycle, and we need to get through this uh, legacy East Bank River master plan and then we'll address that i've been told that the master planning for east bank is going to take about eight months so we can have a serious discussion on how we move these uh, pieces forward um, after this eight month master plan process biggest challenge part of the how do you fund the thing um I, i'm not sure that's our biggest challenge i i think that there's some room uh, in our budget still to look at opportunities like this. So it's it's really going to be just how does all of the pieces fit together. Right. Uh, the Performing Arts Center. Uh, that's, that's Performing Arts Center is certainly part of that legacy master planning, and, and that's going to be an important component, and probably more importantly how we engage the community on um, – truly the funding of that right you know that that's going to be something that um, the community is going to have to decide well it uh as as you're trying to get input from the community is that something uh, you're talking about more public hearings oh or? absolutely yeah. yeah there's got to be multiple uh, public engagements that take place that allows the community to feel comfortable because ultimately that's going to be a community-driven project do you see it being a referendum? Do we go forward or not? So I'm not sure yet. I, again, I think we've got to get through the community engagement piece. Uh, my my gut tells me if all we do is go out for a referendum, um, 
probably not a plan that that moves forward very well. Right. I I think if we go out and find opportunities of new revenue streams, primarily, I'll argue with the new convention center that can bring new revenue that we could guide to a performing arts center. Right. And then potentially look at some philanthropic sources and then look at what that gap is at that point in time. And if it's, um, you know, relatively small gap in comparison to the project, I think then you can go out to the community and say, look, this is what your dollars will leverage. And, and I think there's opportunity there. And so I think if you're looking at a referendum, you look at doing that on the backside of everything else. You talked about philanthropic uh, participation. And uh, that makes me think, have you had anybody come forward and say, we want to be a part of this project and we would donate X amount of dollars to it? So not yet, but we really haven't had anything to, um, you know, kind of formally put in play to say, here's what we'd like to do. Right. Would you participate? And so part of that's going to have to wait until we get through this legacy master plan. Anybody who has deep pockets who is going to... Uh, contribute to an effort like this probably wants to know specifically what's going to be done and oh, absolutely those, that type of thing. A- absolutely they, they want to make sure that it's not uh, flying by the seat of our pants right. and and so it's going to be critically critically important that we do all of the right steps lots of discussion about downtown medical school what can you fill us in about <laughs> about some of the uh, the plans there so they're looking at taking four buildings and right. providing uh, total new life to them. Certainly, it's something that will change the uh, the core of our city dramatically combined with um, some of the other projects in that area. I, you know, I'm pretty excited about it. I think the reality is I think it probably uh, is a bit of a shot in the arm to the core of the city, maybe even more so than the ballpark. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about the a medical college and the students and everything that they can bring to the city and give old buildings new life that's going to be pretty exciting. I can tell you that um, the the DO school is working with the, the local DO group and pulling their funding together that uh, will help make up the school itself. Certainly they will have to get accreditation through the Board of Regents. As long as they follow all the right steps, the Board of Regents is going to need probably more than just, I don't want the competition in Wichita with some other medical opportunities. And and I get it. No one likes maybe competition if you're the other medical school. Right. Um, the reality is I think it'll be good for the downtown. So they're looking at... Uh, bringing all that together in a relatively short amount of time because I think the first students are planned to be in that building in 21 or something like that. So a pretty fast timeline right. that's coming together. And then uh, we know obviously now that uh, they're planning on a hotel, a boutique hotel on the corner. They want to do some other interesting things with the pop-up park that exists there. They're looking at putting in a food court um and teaming with potential uh, other parties to to put in a culinary school, and then the dormitories that will sit on the south side that uh, tie it all together with uh, the garage, the parking garage, and a skywalk that brings them over to the medical complex. 
Um, I like the general feel of it and what it'll do for the core. I, you know, again, combined with some other projects going on in, in that area, uh, it's, it's exciting. Did you say there's a DO group that is, is sort of formed to help out with the uh, organization of this? So the, so the DO uh, group in Wichita that used to have the DO hospital at Riverside. Okay. When they sold Riverside Hospital, they have always said that they want that investment to stay in Wichita. So they plan on carrying that investment over to this new DO college. Okay. And that keeps their promise of the DO um, investment in Wichita, Kansas. Are there other folks, local supporters, folks who are involved in the project? So I couldn't tell you who is on the development side now because that's switched hands, and I don't know any of them that I could name you. I just know that the um, old Riverside DO group right. is contributing quite a bit financially, and then the the new DO college, and I don't remember the name of them off the top of my head, that will also make up the financial portion for the university itself. Has the potential to bring a lot of people to downtown Wichita, get oh, absolutely. Them living in the apartments and uh, perhaps going to restaurants and yes. Starbucks, things yeah. like that. Who doesn't want future doctors making up the core of our city? Uh, it's been rainy, but it sounds like there has been some progress being made on the uh, new stadium. So the new stadium, thankfully, is still on <laughs> schedule, even through all of the monsoons we've had. A lot of that's timing. Uh, in fact, I just um, had a meeting today with the, with the baseball team, and they shared with me that uh, we certainly picked the right building group because between J.E. Dunn and the local EB group, they said they are performing beyond everyone's expectations. They... Um, we're able to get all the foundational work in before the heavy rains hit. And so they're ready for steel to go up at the end of May. And the steel's ready to arrive here within the next week or so. And so it's ready to be set up. And once that starts going up in the air, it's going to start looking like a baseball stadium. And, and the weather at that point really doesn't impact it so much. Although we will be through our rainy season by then. Right. Um, Fingers we'll crossed. Probably go into <laughs> a seven-year drought. No, <laughs> but it'll be um, you know it, it, it's coming along very nicely, and and they're doing really really good stuff there. I, you know, we heard from the uh, commissioner of minor league baseball that came to town and was very impressed with the work that he'd seen and the workmanship that he'd seen, and he's been privy to seeing a lot of baseball stadiums go up in his lifetime, and. And, you know, he shared that this may be the finest concrete work he's ever seen. Are there going to be local folks who are involved in the development with Lou? So I think the development team is maybe have some local ownership, not much. Uh, most of it they announced recently with uh, Davenport and right. some other groups that are going to make up much of that development team itself. But I think there's um, some local partners that they want to include. Any idea who they are? I I do have an idea of who they are, but it's not. Um, I'm not in the position to release those names. Do you think those names would come out uh, eventually? So they are, and they plan on releasing them. And here's the beauty of all of the makeup of their ownership group, regardless of the percentage they have. Um, 
minor league baseball and major league baseball has to vet every single person that's a part of it. They have some pretty um, strict guidelines on, you know, the vetting of every individual that is a financial backer of baseball right. and, and some pretty tough guidelines that they have to follow. And they want to make sure they get through the vetting process before they release any names. And that's a lengthy vetting process. I've been told it can take several months uh, to have people vetted. So that would include the folks who are on the development team. Right. Because it's connected to the baseball development. Absolutely. They all have to be vetted. Right. But I I think the community would be very pleased with um, the the participation that they see from locals. Timeline? I would say maybe the end of June, maybe certainly by the middle of July, they'll be able to, to share some more information on that. And we've also got the names hopefully coming out soon. So I think they have the name picked out already. Do you I really? Th- I think they're just waiting to uh, make a big splash. Right now is the easiest time <laughs> to make a big splash. <laughs> right. Uh, King of Freight going into Gander Mountain. Uh, sure. I suspect that probably wouldn't be your first choice for a tenant there, but it is uh, bringing a lot of jobs to so downtown. It's, so it's bringing a lot of jobs, and not only is it bringing a lot of jobs, uh, they're great-paying jobs. So they're averaging $50,000 a year in, um, in revenue per job, and uh, you know that's, that's a pretty healthy amount for our city. And, and so, no, it's not my first choice, but certainly it's better than the building setting empty. Right. Uh, and, and it's a revenue stream that we get to participate in that we haven't participated in. And, and I think Bob Layton's right. I mean, we're looking at multiple different revenue streams that we now are able to enjoy because of them going in there. And here's the other thing that we recognize. When we talk about uh, needing density and, and more people, they'll bring that to the core area and grow here in the core area, which will bring other opportunities. I mean, we know Wichita by itself can't afford to bring in the kinds of amenities all of us would like a you know a long list of, but as we grow um, and see that growth turn into different opportunities, n- now we're we're going to see an opportunity maybe for a cheesecake factory or or something along those lines and bring the kinds of amenities that people really are uh, eager to see in Wichita, and that comes from having opportunities people density uh growth now you're getting our hopes up i cheesecake factory i know so i have heard not just cheesecake factory but uh some other um very interesting uh, options that they're looking at bringing to that river corridor area that i hope they release pretty soon because it 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 will um it'll be spectacular Okay, we're going to hold it's you to it. It's just a tease. I know. I'm, <laughs> exactly. Uh, parking. Uh, the city has made some deals. Fidelity uh, with the King of Freight uh, deal as well. Right, right. Uh, of course, Convention Center, if it builds out to the east toward Maine. We'll need some additional parking. That would take some parking right. there. Yeah. Uh, concerns about parking in the downtown area. Yeah. Some folks have expressed so, that. So I know that there was an article recently with some concerns about parking. What a great concern to have. I mean, what, I mean truly. Right. I mean, that that's our goal is to create parking problems. <laughs> Be, because at that point in time, it says we're being successful. 
but we'll take care of it. You know, as we look at the convention center, we're talking about adding a parking garage that will mirror the one at the Hyatt that will come alongside the convention center all the way to Main Street. And so there'll be plenty of parking there. Um, that'll, that'll be interesting, having that parking along there. And, of course, the Water Walk parking, that's public parking, and the Gander Mountain parking. And certainly Gander Mountain will still be excuse me, available in the evening. And then, you know, we have the additional parking in Old Town where um, we, we help build the parking garage for Cargill, and right. that's all public parking. And then we're adding some more parking to that. We recently heard about a potential parking plan brought to us by the Walker Group for the Delano area. I'm not sure that it um, has much support right now. Uh, you know, it was very preliminary for them to share much of right. that. and. Um, and the council really hasn't seen it. In fact, the first time we've been privy to some of it was what we've seen in a recent public meeting and, and of course, recently shared in some, some print opportunities that um, hasn't excited any of the council. And, and uh, you know, so it's uh, parking is, we're unique to other metropolitan cities even in the midwest and and so we should treat our parking um in a unique manner and we know that we've got to figure it out we are working on some more parking solutions for the baseball stadium there's some opportunities for us to work through and i've said this before where we are looking at some parking solutions on sycamore street and then some other parking solutions that uh, will be a part of maybe structured parking there on the footprint of the of the area there of the development we'll we'll get parking but again i'll argue bring me a parking problem mm -hmm. i want people i want activity i want investment i want a parking problem right douglas uh plans call for it to go down to one lane a more bike uh, path area yeah, or uh, i'm sorry uh, two lanes and, so, so I, I'm not so sure that that isn't evolving as we speak too. Really, and so I'm not I'm not sure that that's a plan going forward. Okay. It could end up being a three lane road. Okay, uh, and what we're finding are three lane roads when you provide that center turn lane option carry a lot more traffic than people anticipate. Right. And so again, I'm I'm not going to get too hung up on the early studies because if you look at what was talked about even three or four or five months ago with the Douglas design and and the Douglas corridor, um, that's changed significantly, right? And and evolved into something different. And you know, as they continue to get feedback both from the community and and uh, other interested parties, I think you'll continue to see that evolve. So. I, I don't think that that's ready to come to us anytime soon. Right. And until we get to weigh in on it, I'm I'm not going to try and um, look at through the uh, crystal wall <laughs> right. and, and try and figure out exactly what that's going to look like. Election coming up in the fall. So we do have an election coming up. What are you going to run on? There's, uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine, you know, that you know, four <laughs> years ago that everybody was crying for jobs. And um, and now everybody's crying for workers. Right. So what a great time to, when we talk about investments and jobs and opportunities and growth, um, we're, we're building out a, a new aquatics 
plan that's going to be um, awesome. You know, we're, we've got 60 more police officers on the streets today versus three years ago. We're, so we care deeply about public safety and infrastructure. And, and now we're trying to recruit talent to fill all the jobs. Right. That's a, uh, that's a pretty good time to run for reelection. Yeah. Uh, does it change the way you campaign for mayor? So we may end up, you know, we're still two weeks away, but, um, are you hearing some buzz out there? So, so not, yeah, I I don't want to jinx anything. (laughs) So, so, so we'll take whatever comes our way. And, but, but again, I'll argue, um, we're in a good place today. And you look at what we've been able to accomplish with keeping Cargill and building a library and building a world-class police training center and Spirit adding 2,500 jobs and Textron adding 1,000 jobs and uh, all of the development along Douglas Avenue and Union Station and Spaghetti Warehouse and the Hilton Garden Inn and IMA moving downtown and now the uh, state office building getting new life and Fidelity making an investment and and East and West banks that are wanting to see development come and EPC out of Kansas city. That's getting ready to break ground, um, just South of the library. And not just that, we did a ribbon cutting for a new urban wetland park. That's fabulous. It's going to be a regional draw in South Wichita that has seen its largest development ever at 235 in Seneca, the Greenwich corridor. I mean, pick an area of town. They're all very successful right now. I'm happy to run on what the past three years has brought us. Mayor Longwell, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. I think pleasure. this is number four for you, isn't it? I'm, I'm a seasoned guy now. <laughs> right. We appreciate you spending some time talking with us, and uh, we'll check in with you again later. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Mayor. At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are a favorite of ours, so we created our own little series called Napkin Stories. Visit equitybank.com to see how some great businesses got their start. That's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 105. Thanks again to Mayor Jeff Longwell for the discussion. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.